listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. See, Jake be getting illy when the sun get dark. They be coming out their heads, but shit, don't let me start. Their activities are plenty in the nighttime. For the ghetto child, it always seemed to be the right time. See, the kids be getting stuck with jewels of fly gimmicks. Sure, they see the actions and then start to mimic. Running to the corner, the dice game is blazing. Looking at the loop, it seems so amazing. Puts the shorts down to be exact where I'm bound. He shakes the stones in his hand, then he lets it down. Uh. Scam money don't make none. He threw a trip on the ace. Now he's out, son. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. We're in the house on a Monday. Uh, ready to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, it's the Blackout Test. Find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search for the Blackout Test. We'll come up. Leave us five star reviews. We appreciate everybody that takes the day, the time out to do that. Uh, because it helps the show out tremendously, especially Stitcher. We, uh, go up and down in the rankings over there but if you want to see us move up in the rankings leave us five star reviews that's how people find us yes is through us moving up on those rankings yes Um, and also in addition to doing five star review thumbs up because that also goes into their calculation all that stuff sharing it right share stitcher like on social media on facebook and twitter and instagram or wherever else they let you share it yeah help us out on stitcher everybody we we love being being named over there the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today is day 334 that bobby schmurder has been in jail without a trial <sighs> so sad um let's go ahead and talk about some other stuff okay guys all right got a lot of news going on first things first gotta play this audio want to pop off and have opinions about uh, what they think they would do present a specific plan that was president uh, obama that was president obama i'm gonna turn the volume back up on that and i'm gonna replay it hold on All right. folks want to pop off and have opinions about uh, what they think they would do present a specific plan yeah that that's the best president <laughs> of all time he's sick and tired of your shit you want to pop off it's so goddamn easy i mean it's i mean it's funny because um in the debates on saturday like i said it's probably better for everybody that the goddamn debate was on saturday uh with the democrats because they all failed the fucking test of what the fuck we're gonna do about isis too you know what i mean like everybody's just like nobody knows no everybody just got these theories of what they would do yeah there's no there's no easy answer and of course you know all the republicans are all you know answering the most quote-unquote machoist answers they can think of you know sometimes involves war right all their shit is just like we're gonna get them you know it's like how uh i'm just gonna pop off uh the president is making us not safe how would you make us safe uh yeah uh, i mean uh yeah how yeah, would you do that you don't really have an answer and it's not as simple as you pretend like it is yep uh Donald- being in charge ain't no joke um let just people try to pretend like and the funny part about it is that everybody got a voice and everybody want to tell the person in charge what to do but if they turned around and be like hey you do this shit you walk away because you you put like this you want to be in a driver's seat without actually driving so when shit go wrong or it crashes or the the, the ship sinks per se as they say you are there's no accountability on your end 
yeah that's how i feel by the way about so much shit in my life like mm-hmm. when people write in and they tell us what they what, what we should do with our show or someone tells me what i should be tweeting about or how i should be voting and all this shit i i, I do want to just like play this sound clip over and over for them. folks want to pop off and have opinions about uh, what they think they would do present a specific plan my favorite part about this is the low-key thumbs up that he threw in there <laughs> I, I, i'll play it again so you can see the full screen camera but the, the thumbs up is is, is folks want to pop off and have opinions about uh, what they think they would do present a specific plan he put that he put that low key like he almost went to because you know politicians always do that right he almost put that thumbs up out there like present a specific plan but he he turned it into one of these instead like just yeah put the plan yeah, out there because if i'm if i make a fish all hell gonna break loose mm, i love him mm-hmm. y'all gonna miss him when he gone speaking of presidents donald trump was talking about the uh the the french terror attack what he say everybody need guns i mean what do you think he said when you look at their borders you know the toughest gun laws in the world paris nobody had guns but the bad guys nobody nobody had guns and they were just shooting them one by one and then they broke in and had a big shootout and ultimately killed the terrorists and i'll tell you what you can say what you want but if they had guns if our people had guns if they were allowed to carry it would have been a much much different situation i hear it all the time you know you you look at certain cities that have the highest violence the highest the highest problem with guns and shootings and killings Chicago is an example. Toughest gun laws in the United States. Nothing but problems. That hot take. That real hot take. Had to get it out there, man, before, you know, jump on that thing first before anybody else could. Mm-hmm. So you'd have the wild, fucking Wild Wild West out there. Yeah, everybody's fucking with Muslims right now, too. Right. Everybody. A man pushed a muslim woman into a train today no he didn't in london yep he pushed her into a train it was caught on cctv um now i knew something was up with this dude because he was wearing a fanny pack in 2015 this ain't 1980s and you're not my mama at a theme park <laughs> ain't that the truth trying to hold on to the keys and the season passes but he went and shoved her full speed into an oncoming train i guess luckily i don't know what the best terminology is because oh. i mean is it anything lucky when you get hit by a train but she got he pushed her after the train kind of had started and she hit the train and bounced back onto the track onto the oh. onto the onto the walkway instead of the track not the track she bounced off, off the, the train tra- back onto the sidewalk area and then he just stood there like i don't know if nobody saw him or what maybe they assumed she jumped or fell nobody was looking but uh they're you know currently looking up looking for him uh so yeah this you know just motherfuckers being like all right some uh it's open season on muslim people now right 
yeah killing an innocent lady that didn't have nothing the fuck to do with that i don't know if she died i think she she lived like i said luckily if you want to put it that way she kind of bounced off the train back onto the platform oh okay so she didn't die but it's just for the fact that he attempted to kill her right he tried yeah it wasn't for lack of trying right and that's the the fucking um what do you call it the uh the the, B, the bbc or whatever the police over there were like yeah we're looking to see if we can gather all the evidence and find out exactly what happened it's like you can see what happened right he was waiting for a muslim person so he could push him into the train what, what else is there um uh, fucking coward um trolls photoshopped a uh canadian sikh man uh sikh man uh to frame him as a suicide bomber are you for real yeah he had taken a picture i think holding his um like a pad or something yeah his ipad or something like that um verinda jubal who describes himself as a sikh dude with a turban lives near toronto and says he's never been to paris in the original 2014 photo he was holding an ipad but the altered version replaces it with the quran and adds a wired vest to his shirt over his shirt uh his face mm. made it to the front page of spanish newspaper lorazan wow. where it was thumbnail with the caption one of the terrorists wow and could you and and the fucked up part is that what happened if somebody would kick down his door arrested him uh, locked him up off of some bullshit mm-hmm. papers not verifying shit just you know going off of the internet because you know how reliable of a source for news the internet has been right and 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 i and i will say this i will continue to say this this is what happened when you fucking fire people that verify shit and go through shit and and force people to do their job before it goes to print this is the bullshit that happens yeah editors and stuff um yeah several european news outlets also picked up the bogus photo and claimed it showed one of the attackers um buzzfeed reports the image spread through isis channels after being shared by one of the largest though unofficial pro isis channels on the telegram the app that the extremist group used to take credit for the attacks in paris but people on social media uh, spotted it as a fake uh so i don't know was he is brown he but who who do you think would have had the reason to do this to him well ironically last year he became an outspoken critic of gamergate right that makes fucking sense the toxic social movement that has ostensibly that was ostensibly about quote-unquote reforming video game journalism but soon diffused into a broader outrage against social justice warriors and political correctness uh yeah a bunch of angry dudes mra losers and shit like that mm-hmm. uh going against feminists and social justice warriors as they call them um and trying to just harassing women and minorities and whatnot um so uh yeah they photoshopped it uh more than likely to make it seem like he was um some sort of a terrorist or something and 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 people ran with it right because people are fucking lazy yeah and 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 the thing is is one of those things where you fought the news because it's like your job is to check like your job is to check this like how do you expect people to come to you for facts and when you claim you always got facts and you get mad when people go to other sources for their facts because they can't always trust your facts and then you come up with some bullshit like this yeah people are responding to him uh from gamergate 
who cares about ethics and journalism right well from now on you do welcome to hashtag gamer gamergate juby another person said we know you're not a terrorist but after you call me one i can't feel sympathy karma's a bitch when you are too but you are terrorists you terrorizing women you terrorizing people that care about these women you going around and just doing the most ignorant dumbest shit you actually are terrorists you calls the south by southwest to pull a fucking panel about you mm-hmm. but you're not a terrorist though okay right yep so they thought that was okay because they were mad because he said some stuff about how they harass people so they think that's, right that's fine. you think that's okay you think that's fine you think that's cool yep. but if that shit happened to you you would have a fucking fit if somebody put your face up there and talk about you a terrorist but oh nobody would ever consider you a terrorist though right yep but it's not just um it's not just uh that spanish newspaper um american uh journalism got to get in on the case too of course um oh okay of course they took it down oh you can uh, find it on youtube uh this is youtube i think they took it down oh which they always do whenever they fuck up too bad oh wait we have more out how the muslim communities in france are reacting to these attacks yes Louati joins us from paris he's a spokesperson of the collective against islamophobia in france. oh no mind. oh wait hold up we're still in the clear this is cnn from britain all right so cool we good yes sir, thank you so much for joining us what is the feeling right now in the muslim community uh, after these events of friday evening right now the, the the reaction just we are seeing knockdown with us french people we still don't know who these people were we barely know what they wanted but right now for the muslim community we are you know some of us lost some relatives and we keep receiving news now right now of hate speech being spread throughout you know social media but regardless of that we are still re- receiving a huge amount of solidarity from our fellow countrymen so the muslim community still belongs to this country and will do so for a very long time the problem is that we are still mixing the Muslim community and giving them somehow an affiliation with these terrorists. But we are paying two prices. The price of being targeted by these terrorists and some of the right-wing columnists, like one of your guests just said, like, you know, we are being asked to choose our camp. Our camp is a French one. Make no mistake about it. Well, Yasser, if your camp is the French camp, why is it that no one within the Muslim community there in France knew what these guys were up to? Because it seems to me that this... Why did he ask that goddamn question? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, oh before we go on, <clears throat> something else I want to say, too, is that I've learned if you want to know, really know what happened in America... Go to Al Jazeera and any other outlet outside of the United States. You actually get better coverage of the United States. You actually got better coverage of Ferguson and all the other Black Lives Matter and shit. You actually get better coverage for outside sources from other countries that cover our shit. Mm-hmm. This was a pretty big plan. Surely someone beyond the seven guys who have been killed over the last 48 hours would have to have known something, and that was probably within the Muslim community, but yet no one said anything. Sir, the Muslim community has nothing to do with these guys. 
nothing. We cannot justify ourselves for the actions of someone who just you know, claims to be Muslim. The, uh, our you know, secret services knew about these guys, and again, just like during the January attacks, it turned out they were all you know, on a blacklist somewhere, somehow, in, on, on a desk. So right now, we can't take responsibility for anything. Right now, what these terrorists are blaming us for is belonging within to, the, Muslim? To, to the French nation. And the si sure. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but what is the responsibility responsible within the Muslim community to identify what is happening within their own ranks when it comes to people who are obviously training and preparing to carry out mass murder? No, 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 sir, no, 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 they, they, they were not from our ranks. If they were trained, they were trained abroad. And what these terrorists are blaming our country for is for its failed foreign policy. But of course, they will use people who are falling in the trap of social insecurity and of course being cast aside from the rest of French society. So we cannot accept the idea that these people are from us. They are not. They are just the byproduct of our societies, exporting their wars abroad and expecting no repercussion back home. But Yaffa, let's talk about the bigger issue of the fact that France does have a large number of Muslims that have gone over to join ISIS and be part of their ranks. Why is that? Why is that? You may not, you may say that there's no God responsibility damn, for she ain't no fucking better. on Friday, but there is that outstanding issue that we must... So this is what CNN does all over the world. Apparently a, a so. A bunch of terrible, terrible hosts. Right. With. Help us understand that. Like he's the spokesperson for, person for all Muslims. Okay, France is home to the biggest Muslim minority in Europe. At the same time, it has the, the greatest number of laws specifically targeting the Muslim community. And at the same time, France has exported more you know, foreign terrorist fighters than any other European country. So there is indeed an issue, but that issue is related to foreign policies and failed domestic policies. When it comes to the Muslim community itself, we, everybody knows that radicalization does not take place in mosques. It takes place either on the internet or on the streets, right. away from, from organized communities. That's something we need to we keep repeating. So that's why the Muslim community, when they say, we cannot be held responsible of these people, that's the government's job. When you have right. criminals running around in the country, you do your job and arrest them. And somehow, again, Everybody came to, to agree that those people were known by the police and the secret services. What were they doing in the meantime? And at the same, and same yeah, and just to, to add one more thing, those terrorists targeted everybody. Given the fact that the finger of blame is... Given the fact that the finger of blame is pointed at the Muslim community, rightly or wrongly, does that not shift the universe Rightly or wrongly? Yeah, how do you just say rightly or wrongly as if it has no bearing on the next part of your sentence? Right! It's like, well, if it's wrongly, then what the fuck you want me to do? If something's wrongly done, there's no answer that the victim of that wrong can do. ...where the Muslim community and the leaders should step up and take a greater role... Why? step up and do what though right what are you going to change why and, and 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 shit like this just just makes me ill because you know when anything happens from muslims or just brown people across the board all of a sudden the first person that goes on tv or anybody that does the interview all of a sudden they're the goddamn spokesperson and everything that anybody does that's that color is all, all always held accountable like there's a goddamn meeting that you have and and these people just decide to do their own fucking thing but uh when uh you have a lot of um 
christianity that was war based and going around and shooting and killing people and shit like that you don't put a camera in christian face go well you got the boy dylan roof out there shooting folks up at a church how do you how's your community feel accountable or responsible for him you don't go to the nra and ask them well he had a gun how do you feel accountable and responsible for this the shit is dumb yeah we don't go hey um all the people in south carolina you guys should have known he was gonna shoot up that right. and this is a guy that was on message board that had friends that he choked and talked to and joked about this and even still we don't go the entire confederate movement the entire um south the entire conservative movement is responsible for dylan roof that just does it never that connection is never made in america nope. we don't bring anyone on to make them explain why they should have to apologize or down or put down dylan roof we never do that with certain people but that ain't terrorism come on now because you terrorizing the community in looking at the young people and the roads that they're going down you have to accept that responsibility to prevent the bigger backlash that comes your way when these things happen okay all right all right so let's speak about our leaders we have a whole generation of people who are trained in Islamic, you know, Islamic education and they are put aside and replaced by imams coming from abroad who know nothing about what's going on in France. Absolutely nothing. So when these youth come to them with their questions about existence and their role in society, they don't have any answer. What they do is they go on the internet to seek answers with very simplistic narratives. At the same time, the Muslim community keeps asking the government, stop interfering with our religious affairs. Stop nominating our imams stop blocking this from having our own schools and first and foremost stop you know you know, you know stalling on anti-discriminatory policies i mean if the two places for, for to live together in societies are schools and work at the same time in france and every single report says it our schools in france and our places of work are places of massive discrimination what else can okay. we do yes yeah, so thank you for being with us this is a very complicated issue, and unfortunately, we didn't really have enough time to get into it. Goddamn complicated! Y'all fucking dumb. Yeah, that's not complicated. Right? They whole they whole thing was it's y'all's fault somehow. All yeah, Muslims. and explain to me why. Yeah, it's sad. It reminds me a lot of when Deray was on, and they were trying to be like, "Hey, this this dude killed two cops." So does black lives matter what do you have to say about that what you know why do well, you need to disavow this you need to let people know and he's like what the fuck they got to do with me nothing i don't advocate killing police when when does that ever happen those words never came out of my mouth right and who, so why would i need to clear it up right just 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 ignorant and just dumb shit when it comes to brown people and anything that uh a person of color does all of a sudden they represent the entire fucking race and a lot of people just get goddamn sick and tired of it. and that's why a lot of times when um certain shit happen especially if you work in corporate america a lot of times you go into work the next day and you just don't say anything because you know you have ignorant ass co-workers of all races and even some ignorant ass black folks who want to come and, and all of a sudden they ain't they ain't never got shit to say to you but today they want to ask you a fucking stupid ass question or want to ask you are you okay when some bullshit pop off when you be like word today nope you'll never talk to me no other time don't talk to my ass today there are 17 to uh, about 17 states as of this latest count that uh including florida arizona mississippi north carolina illinois louisiana michigan alabama and texas um who are trying to prevent syrian refugees from settling in their states that makes sense well how why does that make sense are they fucking racist 
oh okay i thought you were trying to say you agree with it Mm -mm. uh the governor of the brave state of texas announced that his state will refuse to accept any refugees who have fled war-torn syria in a letter announcing his decision governor greg abbott demanded that president obama consider a similar tactic following friday's deadly attacks in uh, paris as governor of texas i write to inform you that the state of texas will not accept any refugees from syria in the wake of the daily terrorist attack in paris further i and millions of americans employ you to halt your plans to accept more syrian refugees in the united states a syrian quote-unquote refugee appears to have been part of the paris terror attack american humanitarian compassion uh could be exploited to expose americans to similar deadly danger the reasons for such concerns are plentiful yeah, all y'all can kiss my ass because the the thing about it is that color matters. If the, if the people hadn't quote unquote been Syrian or, or or been somebody of a of a Caucasian persuasion, everybody would open up their doors with no problems. And you know what? I don't know how this works, but if the law says it, you can't be like, nah, fuck you. Well, <sighs> Republicans do do that shit all the time. They go fuck your laws. So sorry, take I take that back. Obama, for his part, seems unfazed and said at a press conference today he remains committed to helping Syrian refugees. The people who are fleeing Syria are the most harmed by terrorism, he said. It is very important that we do not close our hearts to those victims of such violence and somehow start equating the issue of refugees with the issue of terrorism. We don't have a religious test to our compassion, he added. Right, because I promise you if it was some Americans, especially white Americans over in these other countries, and these countries like, fuck that, we're not letting any Americans over here, they would fucking have a goddamn fit. Louisiana Governor Bobby Jindal's brown ass issued an executive order on Monday preventing uh, the Syrian refugees from being resettled into Louisiana. that dude um yeah uh three of the three of the terrorists were french citizens so what about that that don't count that don't matter one of them came over from belgium what about that that don't matter we're gonna li- we're gonna uh limit immigration from french people and belgian people Mm-mm. yeah if they brown yes right okay so uh florida muslim family is terrified after their home was targeted with gunfire following the paris attacks i believe this uh, yeah I, I do too i don't think anybody of all the news we report on this show i don't think anybody will be uh above the attacks in paris it. are sparking fear for some families here locally channel 9 janae norman spoke with a family who believes they were targeted because of their religion she continues our team coverage now live on Kerry way near alafaya trail and janae somebody opened fire shooting into their home over the weekend and Marty, from this street, you wouldn't be able to pick out anything different about this home or the family who lives here. But look, today you can see the hole where a bullet pierced their garage door. They believe someone fired that gunshot because they're Muslim. Orange County deputies have not confirmed they're investigating this as a possible hate crime. They were called early Sunday morning as Amir Elmsari pulled into his family's driveway and quickly identified what he couldn't believe was a bullet hole. The sheriff. Um, think this could be a random shooting and I'm 
really were very reluctant to, 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 to believe it. In the last 90 minutes, I read the police report that notes one bullet pierced the garage door while two more hit the side of the Elmsari home in this gated Lake Kehoe neighborhood. On the other side of the wall, the bullet went through the family's garage and master bedroom. That bullet only stopped by a dresser drawer. Amir told me he believes his family was targeted in the aftermath of the deadly attacks in Paris because they practice Islam. They feel unsafe now. Why somebody should ask, what did we do? I mean, we feel just as bad about what happened to Paris or any other uh, uh, terrorist act about the victims just as any other American. So why would you single me out? In the report, deputies wrote there's no evidence the family was targeted, but we did find out two Central Florida mosques received threats over the weekend. We're working to get that audio so you can hear that for yourself tonight on Eyewitness News at 4 when we share more of our interview with the family as deputies to search for who fired into their home. Reporting live in Orange County, Janae Norman, Channel 9 Eyewitness News. Who's the real terrorist? Right. You know? Right. Are you gonna go attack Muslim people now? That's okay. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, but everybody should have a gun in their hand, though. Right. Let's get everybody a gun. That's right. what we need. Downstairs, more guns. <sighs> All right. Let's let's cover some some regular ratchet ass news. Yeah, everybody got a hundred. Yeah, everybody. Everybody earned that hundred today. Uh, Sarah Palin. A hundred. Bristol keeps getting pregnant because God is giving her third, fourth, and fifth chances. Yeah. That's all it is. She keeps getting pregnant because she don't use birth control, right? Mm-mm. Nope, nobody can understand that. You it's don't too, use condoms. Too complicated. After man. the loss in 2008, did you come back here to kind of nurse your wounds? Came back here, man, because got to get back to real life, you know? Did you feel like a loser? Um, well, sure. I mean, you either win or you lose. And uh, it's like, dang, I wish I could have added more, contributed more positively. Maybe there was no chance that we were going to win anyway. But that. But so anyway. Wait, wait, do you feel like you're to blame for the loss in oh, 2008? Because people do blame you. Well, it, it, it takes a, a team to win. So it takes a team to lose. I was part of the team that came in second out of two. So, yes. Yeah. I mean, it. it semantics okay words matter you either win or you lose we lost that makes you not a winner at that time my running mate my friend senator john mccain it all began of course in the summer of don't care just don't care be the corners don't care don't care medal of honor the marriage Mm -hmm. falling through Mm -hmm. here yeah this is all moose and this past may her daughter Bristol's wedding to Marine Medal of Honor recipient Dakota Meyer was called off. You mentioned that one of your disappointments this year was Bristol's wedding falling mm-hmm. through, the marriage mm-hmm. falling through. Mm-hmm. Bristol's pregnant again. That yeah. can't yeah. be how you saw this playing out. Heck Unmarried no. and pregnant again. Heck no, um, because being a single mom is, oh my goodness, my, my heart goes out to the single parents, but my enormous admiration for what it is that they're able to accomplish doing double duty and I watch Bristol do double duty all the time, you know, with her, with her little boy uh, trip. You know, I can't wait for about 45 more days and I'm going to have a little baby granddaughter and I'm happy about it. You're looking at it like a blessing. Absolutely. Yeah. Of course, there are those who say 
come on, this goes against everything you stand for. Right. Well, <laughs> I love every fucking thing. I love the way reporters always ask super shady questions uh, in these interviews. I mean, it's, it's they all do it. You know, even the people I like, but they they do. They well, of course, there are those who say it's always some super shady shit. <laughs> of course, there are those who say that you're just a big old phony what do you say to that (laughs) Mm -hmm. the the cool thing about putting your faith in god it is uh he certainly is a god of second chances and third and fourth and fifth chances i screw up all the time she says she turns to scripture to help her through tough times and as she writes in a new book she's had her share i think that this book hopefully will express some of that because there's a lot of admittance of the mistakes there's admittance in the um in the book about things that uh, all right that was but anyway the bristol paler part was the part i thought was funny just get you know just get more chances yeah you can pray and pop a pill and pray and take a shot and pray and strap on a condom too sweetie they mm. they ain't got to be mutually exclusive well as long as you're not poor or black or um you know anything that uh, uh, uh immigrant right. any any category that the policies and the people she supports are okay with you know uh if you know if you're in those other categories no no third fourth fifth chances you know mm-hmm. they it's hate a, you it's a one strike you out and you know you have sympathy for your child you have empathy for your child and and see how she struggles but you know you if you happen to be brown mm-mm, mm-mm, don't you be going to know uh where to get help and assistance and playing parenthood and shit like that don't be doing none of that bullshit mm-mm. Gwen stefani found out that gavin rossdale cheated with the nanny in the worst way oh what's the worst way i know right there's another way <laughs> right um gavin rossdale the next the now ex-husband of the voice star gwen stefani had cheated with their nanny which prompted stefani to file for divorce this summer they had been married for 13 years cheating with the nanny such a cliche gwen learned of the affair in february after seeing texts that contained nude pics and plans for various sexual rendezvous between rossdale and the nandy mindy mann on the family's ipad which was linked to rossdale's phone he finally copped to having an affair months later the couple announced their split in august we always talked about that um because i know we got our new phones they just have like this thing prompted to where like right if everybody family, gets everybody's text messages if you're on a family plan with the with the apple until you turn it off it's and it used to then be like that but literally every cent every received every, everything it was like everybody got notified i was like what the fuck is this yeah you have to give everybody their separate itunes account and all this right. shit it's, it's a pain in the ass and you gotta set up sharing a certain way you gotta turn off all this data stuff a certain way but i was like i know people must get caught cheating and shit with this all the time because they don't know yeah and i guarantee you a lot of people don't tell them if you like if you don't trust your husband or your wife was like why, why tell her that i'm getting her text messages too she don't know right because i used to look at my phone like I, I i didn't text that person i i, I didn't was it even do text and call laws so i'm looking like right. I, I, I didn't call this per- what is happening here i was so confused right so you know i'm just lucky i'm not one of those people that was out there trying to get it in because karen would have known <laughs> right you'd have known it, it would have been too. right it would have been right down the text messages joe would have uh the affair had been going on for three years oh man wow that sucks 
while the nanny cared for the couple's three children kingston nine zuma seven and apollo 20 months old oh so she just had a baby yeah those definitely aren't resume names shout out to that nope uh yep you read that right not unless it's showtime at the apollo he was cheating with the night nanny while his wife was pregnant stefani now of course is dating the voice co-star blake shelton who of course recently divorced his wife miranda lambert Mm-hmm. yeah that was a big thing in the country music world because honey did he probably was cheating on her with the nanny uh, yeah cause, you know and it was rumors that him and um what you may call it oh big titty girl um gwen stefani not gwen stefani the one that sing hard oh shit. oh christina aguilera right the day was having the thing you know, after enduring what she was, has, Gwen deserves all the fun she can. Oh, well, we didn't ask your opinion on this TV guy. But, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently he was out there fucking a nanny, man. Mm-hmm. Gotta be careful. Charlie Sheen is expected to announce that he's HIV positive. Is anybody surprised? I am. All them drugs and shit and all them women and shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised, Karen. Sorry. Cause a lot of people with womanized and shit i mean we don't talk it's it's not like fucking um a rod i mean not a rod they uh what's the what's the one everybody likes on that team that fucks all the hoes uh rodriguez no that's a rod um derek jeter it's not like derek jeter got like if i found out derek jeter had hiv i'd be like god damn really yeah i mean I, it's I, not I, like everybody got it it is yeah. shocking when somebody has it no matter how crazy that person acts because we know too many crazy people that don't got it it's shocking yes yeah. i am shocked now for him yes i'll be shocked but i was just you know just looking at his life and all that stuff you go okay that fool crazy yeah but i don't know what crazy has to do with getting hiv a lot of people are crazy that's true they don't all have hiv no they don't i don't know that hiv picks targets by going that person's crazy <laughs> now that more likely to have hiv <laughs> we link a study to that maybe i I won't be surprised but that's true apparently he's supposed to go on the today show tomorrow and announce he's been diagnosed with hiv just one day before the national Enquirer report discussing his sex life was scheduled to drop so it's not like he's revealing it like he's basically like as fucked up as it is he's basically doing it at gunpoint because it's gonna come out anyway right and i'd rather tell my story than to have them tell it the appearance has been billed as a revealing personal announcement and although nbc has not clarified what that announcement is about several sites including tmc and the daily mail indicated it involves his hiv status charlie sheen will reveal to the world that he's hiv positive sources connected to nbc's today tells tmz sheen will sit down with matt lauer on tuesday lauer on tuesday and make the announcement the morning show appearance does seem to be time to be the national Enquirer report accusing sheen of contracting the virus before spreading it to dozens of women in a multi-million dollar cover-up shit oh so he been knew he had it right it's the culmination of a dogged 11 i mean 18 month investigation that has uncovered how television's one-time highest paid star potentially spread the devastating virus to dozens of unsuspecting women sheen is 50 and has already begun a regimen of medication meant to counteract the effects of the disease sources said oh he can really get some lawsuits Mm-hmm. yeah because if i'm one if i'm one of them women and you didn't tell me and i go run and get my goddamn test and it's positive yes sir i'm coming after your ass and it's the national Enquirer, so like you know <laughs> they be on it man yeah he be on that monkey blood kidney blood whatever that blood was tiger blood yeah he insane and after Cosby scared them off i'm sure now it's not gonna happen anymore they're like we report this shit we right tell him. we reporting everything yep 
so charlie sheen out here um uh, about to about to have to come out the the aids closet i guess mm-hmm. hiv closet right he gonna be paying for some women's medication well said a multi-million dollar cover-up so i'm betting that he's giving it to women before and just pay for their silence or something of course which uh which sucks uh ohio server has some strong words for a newlywed who refused to leave a tip after having a meal with her husband jessica morris and her husband travis just got married october 9th after their honeymoon they continue working the service at a restaurant well on saturday jessica was serving a couple who also just got married and was celebrating their honeymoon at the end of the night jessica went back to their table when she realized she was left no tip and only a handwritten written message on the receipt it said the following he's my husband find your own good luck smiley face so upon returning home jessica posted an open letter to facebook directed to the rude woman referred only to as jenny i don't typically talk about work this way but this needs to be shown in the dress mainly because it's hysterically it's hysterical but partially because i'm offended lol anywho today i had a table of four come in two couples the one told me they were there to celebrate part of their honeymoon which i replied oh i just got married last month congratulations i assume they heard me and we proceeded with the whole what can i get you yada 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 so as anyone should know waitressing is a personable job to make money you have to be nice and show you have personality as i uh as all of you should know since you know me i'm personable sarcastic asshole in the nicest way possible so of course i let that shine in my job and at every table so this lady jenny and her husband placed their order she asked me what my name is i tell her jessica she responds oh we don't really like that name can we call you jess and i laughed and said yeah you can call me anything you want i'll even respond i'll even respond with asshole in which her husband laughs and proceeds to call me that through the whole experience we had as server and guest i assumed everything was fine because they were laughing and having a good time well i cash out that check tell them have a good night and come to come back when i come back from singing happy birthday to another guest the couple and company have left and on the ticket they tipped me four dollars well jenny decided i did not deserve a monetary tip so she wrote me a nice note with zero dollars tip saying he's my husband find your own good luck smiley face and i want to add jenny stole my one pen which she knew was my last because i had apologized that i only had the one to share between the two tickets at the table so dear jenny i would like you to know the server that was in the section across from mine that i kept talking to and checking on throughout the time of you sitting at my table is my husband which i found on my own and looks better than yours also i would like you to know that i'm sorry my husband treated me to a cruise for my honeymoon not a restaurant as well as my husband would never let me feel so insecure that i would feel the need to write such a terrible note to a server and make them feel the way you have now i will say this i feel bad for her poor husband because he didn't do none of this this is all jenny's fault (laughs) right now he may now the only exception is if he saw jenny write that shit on the tip then fuck him too but if he didn't which i suspect he he, might not have right he probably don't went to the car shit, and she felt like hold on gotta go use the bathroom and i bet she turned back around and then did this bullshit right so jenny here's a life tip from you to me from you to for you for me your insecurity as a woman is heartbreaking have pride in yourself and your relationship with your husband to where you don't need to put another down to bring yourself up especially a server who lives off her tips and needs to help her husband pay bills also jenny i hope you like the pen because it's my present to you one newlywed to another p.s my husband said you can sit in his section next time and that way you won't have to be so worried about your husband flirting with a server smiley face maybe you'll see his ring a little better than you saw mine signed jessica the woman you offended by thinking so lowly of that i would attempt to flirt with a man who was with his wife i love it good response 
but yeah fuck that lady man that's so insecure people do that all the time and that's that's why i am pay people minimum wage pay service minimum wage yeah yeah this is like because that's that ownership bullshit right it's that's the reason so many people don't want to do away with tipping is because they really want to have that experience where they get to lord over somebody and it's often because they're insecure they lack control in many other areas of their lives Mm -hmm. but they get to take it out in this one area like tipping so it's like yeah she whatever like she probably didn't say a fucking word to her husband nope you know while she sat up there and thought he was flirting she didn't go hey calm down with this but she waited till nobody was around or what she could write it down before people could see it and was like i'm gonna I'm get my revenge here but it's like look if you got a man that's making you feel this way or if you just bring this insecurity to your relationship one you have no fucking business getting married but then two if you are married that's not somebody else's fault Mm-mm. you need to have that talk with your husband Yes, you know you and you need to talk, sit down with yourself and figure out this is what you really want with your life ain't that the truth uh yeah former mistress of gop uh da- gop or david vitter claims he got her pregnant and then asked her to have an abortion no she needs to have that child a uh, sex worker who claims she had a long-standing relationship with a married family values republican senator and candidate for louisiana governor david vitter dropped a bombshell accusation one week before voters go to the polls yeah you know this got some type of shady something shady about this <laughs> like right before it was time to vote mm-hmm. she dropped this right when they you- fell out something happened yeah somebody put her up to it like right you know somebody what I'm saying? was like if you don't come out we're gonna break this story wendy ellis claims she had an affair with vitter he impregnated her then asked her to abort the baby ellis says ellis says she did not instead putting the child up for legal adoption in a video interview by jason berry who posted it to american zombie blog ellis says she maintained a relationship with vitter for three years after meeting him when he was a state representative in the 1990s she said the two of them stopped seeing each other when she was six months pregnant and she knows he was the father because she wasn't sleeping with anyone else at the time but you can sit here walk across the grassy knoll holding your wife in your children's hands screaming family values ellis said but you want me to go abort my baby ellis told barry she wants to set the record straight because she has lupus and is dying shit yeah that's why that, yeah she's like uh yeah fuck you you get to be happy you get to have a family you get to have kids you wanted me to kill my baby and give up everything for nothing yeah and also everybody else right like it's not just like he, he's decided that that uh nobody else can everybody else has to have babies but not you because that's my this is my turn you know uh british students spark a heated debate over bullshit consent class london a british university student has sparked controversy after writing a post attacking sexual consent classes on student news website the tab george lawler who is studying politics and sociology at warwick university wrote he was a, he was invited to a class via facebook and found it a massive painful bitchy slap in the face and the biggest insult he's received in a few good years lawler wrote in the article why i don't need consent lessons when he found that he found it hurtful to be sent the invite arguing that it implies that an insufficient understanding of what does and what does not constitute consent um the student who also writes for political blogging site omnipolitics and is a member of warriors conservative association posted a photo of himself holding a sign saying this is not what a rapist looks like to illustrate the piece what 
i don't have to be taught to not be a rapist he wrote that much comes naturally to me as i'm sure it does to the overwhelming majority of people you and i know that rape brand me a bigot a misogynist a rape apologist i don't care i stand by that let me explain i love consent of course people should only interact with mutual agreement but i still found this invitation loathsome like any self-respecting individual would i found this to be a massive painful bitch bitchy slap in the face to be invited to such a waste of time that was the biggest insult i received in a few good years uh it appears it implies i have an insufficient understanding of what does and does not constitute consent and that's incredibly hurtful i can't stress that enough i feel as if i'm taking the wrong side here but someone has to say it i don't have to be taught not to be a rapist that much comes naturally to me as i'm sure it does to the overwhelming majority of people you and i know brand me a bigot a misogynist a rape apologist i don't care i stand by that i already know what it is what is and what isn't consent i also know about that those more nuanced situations where consent isn't immediately obvious as any decent empathetic human being does uh yes means yes no means no it's really that simple you think russell group university students will get that much but apparently the consent teachers don't don't have as high regard for their peers as i do so then when rape is happening on campus what do you think that is you know what i mean (laughs) like why why is anyone ever being raped then right if everybody has just such a clear goddamn understanding of what's happening or what's going on and the thing is anybody could be a rapist and that's the thing that's what people don't want to face the reality of it anybody could be a rapist and they have to go through this because a lot of people don't know what motherfucking consent is they don't because if they did people wouldn't get raped right or just you know they're willfully violating it you know which you know that may be the thing but uh i and i i think for me personally i think college is probably too late right to educate what consent is and it needs to happen rape. at a very 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 young age uh it, i think it, it needs to be part of sex education class I when you're too. a teenager when you're you know 12 13 14 when you're learning about sex I think consent should be part of that class. I don't, I think by the time you get to college, people have already formed their fucking opinions and people that are gonna do it are gonna do it and people that, um, aren't, probably, aren't, aren't, might not. But the thing is, um, I, I, at that point, I still don't think a refresher would be wrong. Like it's not like I'm saying if you do it in one age, don't do it at the other. I'm saying this should be something that should be taught all along throughout all schools um even college like but it should it should start earlier than college it should this should not be your first time hearing this in a classroom setting and i do think boys need to be taught not to rape because too many of these situations when you hear people talking about it you're like oh this person doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about Mm -hmm. and they think they do Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and it happens a lot where it's just like well look man if she's passed out i mean is that really rape yes she was drunk you know like but but i'm saying like that there's people who say that all the time but then this guy goes well everybody knows that you're not supposed to be able to do that everybody don't know and yes i'm sorry you protest too much you're a rapist i'm you know i'm not no rapist it's like well what the fuck like you're not giving me no other option you're defending rapists when you do this but yet you don't want me to look at you and call you a rapist why are you defending the people that go out here and rape women and men against their will yeah and it's funny because this is the new 
bravery you know what i mean for people like oh look how brave this guy is for saying what rapists are thinking or what Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like for siding with with people who basically say no one should be taught not to rape we should just all know and figure it out um right and a lot of this is a way to get women to shut up and be quiet and not talk about rape and you know because a lot of times it's one of those things where when shit is focused on dudes especially shit to make dudes feel uncomfortable dudes can't handle this but yet uh from the time a woman is born to the time she's died is she's always taught everything is your fault because you even said when you go to the girls class about sex everybody's in there crying a lot of the times everybody's emotional because a lot of times when it comes to the women these women are coming in there talking about personal experiences that they've had and and shit like that like it gets real for women because women understand that they are vulnerable and most likely everybody in that room has been raped or attempted raped or molested or touched in some form of manner that they didn't ask for if not that they've been verbally uh, assaulted or verbally attacked by somebody it's it has happened to a woman but when you go to the dudes things a lot of times it's juvenile testosterone field you know you don't really talk about it and a lot of times if you want to get real a lot of times you actually need women to come in there and talk to the men but a lot of times when you do do that men are so fucking ignorant a lot of times and young men are so fucking dumb that instead of actually listening to what she's saying and looking at her as a human being and have empathy and sympathy a lot of times you take it as a goddamn joke because the thing is if everybody knew and understood what consent was true consent was and sometimes consent does not have to always be verbally it's one of those things body language is also can tell you consent or not you know it's one of the things where if she's in the state of mind whoever the the person is attacking quote-unquote per se if they cannot give you any form of consent it's no but for well, some reason people don't comprehend that here's the thing though here's the thing about all this shit it i've i've met people we've all know people we all know women specifically um and maybe you even know some men that will tell you i've been molested i've been sexually assaulted i you know it's and in 80 percent of the cases the victims are this is done by people that they know right a lot of times people they trust friends family things of this right. nature people have access to them here's what i've never done this is what this has never happened and, and i bet if we took a poll of the audience we would not have very many people who would have this experience have you ever met somebody that came out as a rapist come on now have you ever had that conversation with the oh yeah i raped somebody once is that is that a conversation that's happening all the time because we have the the other way around we got all these victims but no perpetrators at all so when you hold up a picture and you say this is not what a rapist looks like how the fuck do i know that come on now who what can you show me the pictures of what the rapists look like 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 where are the where are the pictures of the rape are there no white male rapists that look like you is that is all the rapists look like something else somebody else that there's no six four white male 175 pound rapists there's all all of them look something else like somebody else because mm-hmm. everybody think they're a good guy even the motherfucking rapist i'm just saying there's no rapist like uh, rapists think they're not rapists right you know what i mean unless they jumped out the bushes on somebody they don't think they're a rapist if they and even if they do they don't think they're rapists right if they took it from their friend while she was over watching netflix 
that i'm i'm not a rapist she came over to watch netflix it was two in the morning what she expect she had she had a lot to drink what she expect to happen i'm not a rapist nobody thinks they're a fucking rapist so i so yes you're making the argument that does protect people that are rapists right and you're a motherfucking rapist that's the thing when i I, if you defend rapists i assume you are a rapist period i know that's illogical and i know that's goddamn irrational but you give me no other option because when you when you say shit like like, that you're defending it well it's like good cops like i have to when a good cop makes the argument for why a bad cop needs to get away with killing an innocent black person i gotta assume you're just as bad as a bad cop i don't have time to, to differentiate right. between your support of them while without doing the actions and their actual actions i really don't have the time and my nope. my personal safety relies upon distinguishing between the two and i can't because you're just as vocal about it so. and just as loud and claiming that that it's not you while since i don't have the time i'm just gonna go ahead and put you in the category of a motherfucking rapist period right so i think we need to have um these classes from an early age maybe we can stem the tide then and i don't know why anybody would be against that it makes sense i don't know why anybody would be against that because we constantly teach young women before they're even sexual active before they're mm-hmm. even before they're even before they don't even get to be girls nope. because we just hit the switch on them like don't walk alone don't go to parties don't go out late at night don't wear tight don't clothes. wear yeah don't wear certain clothes don't don't hang out with certain people we do this from inception with them like you are going to get raped and this is the message little boys we never tell them that shit we don't tell nope. them we do not tell them like listen this is consent this is what it looks like don't don't take a maybe don't take a kinda you get a yes right and i think if we taught that from day one with young boys it wouldn't sound so fucking ridiculous to people when they're 25 or whatever talking about this is not what a rapist looks like because you know all rapists look a different way right says all the victims that have been raped and a lot of rapists holds up them same goddamn sign that you got talking about i'm not a rapist and it's a victim somewhere going but nigga you raped me right so there's there's a lot of people that don't think they're rapists that are rapists so i don't have time to distinguish and i mm-hmm. think i think that clash needs to start earlier um and we need more of them a new york police uh speaking of people that you can't trust a new york police officers convicted of lying about a photographer's arrest nypd officer michael ackerman was convicted thursday on a felony charge of falsifying a record to justify a 2012 arrest of a new york times photographer in the bronx august 4 2012 according to the times a photographer robert stolaric uh was taking pictures of police arresting a young black woman in the bronx for a story about the use of stop and frisk tactics on the 44th precinct officer michael ackerman claimed that stolaric who had previously been arrested during occupy wall street had interfered with the arrest by repeatedly shoving the camera's face in his flash in his face stolaric was charged with obstructing government administration and resisting arrest the charges were dropped however and a subsequent investigation found that stolaric did not have a flash on his camera at the time of his arrest 
officer ackerman was silent <laughs> as justice michael a gross in state supreme court in the bronx read the verdict following a bench trial that included emotional testimony from the officer who admitted making a mistake the judge did not offer any explanation for his decision officer ackerman a 10-year veteran of the police department has been on modified duty since being indicted in august 2013 he is scheduled to be sentenced december 2nd and face up to four years in prison after the verdict was announced the department said officer ackerman has been suspended without pay so he fired yep he just lied mm-hmm. good don't be lying mm-hmm. leave people alone in multiple interviews after his arrest alaric said the officers tried to prevent him from photo, photo photographing the encounter and that when he asked for their badge numbers he was surrounded and taken down dragged kicked and stomped on right but everybody said that's your right to ask for them fucking badge numbers though okay he spent the night in jail his equipment and press credentials were confiscated he was also charged with obstructing governmental administration and resisting arrest those charges were eventually dropped aren't they always dropped and that's when you know there's some bullshit because you just do some shit just long enough to get their asses in jail and no they aren't always dropped they are not always dropped many times they actually keep those charges on there and people end up in jail behind that shit and kind of courtroom fines so fucked up such a fucked up situation especially they can't afford to get out yep um let's see what else happened um what else i want to talk about oh miley cyrus is planning a completely naked concert no thank you miley cyrus and the flaming lips want to get naked with you who the hell is the flaming lips the flaming lips is obviously some sort of a band or something karen why would i just say that while saying miley cyrus's name <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know uh, you know i don't know what the kids be doing these days is it a magic trick i don't know flaming lips is obviously musicians karen think she was gonna set her pussy lips on fire i don't know that's what i'm asking So they're gonna be jamming with Miley Cyrus. No, thank you. She's trying to get completely naked, everybody. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I don't want none, none of this. According to the singer, she's planning a special nude event to promote her fifth album, Miley Cyrus and Her Dead Pets. <laughs> what, what's going on here? Does she have some pets to recently be died? She put on Instagram. I'm so old and confused yeah molly is just determined that we all need to see her naked i mean i think during the mtv awards she got a poem coming out of some shit maybe eventually you know i i think it's that thing where people are doing this uh she's disgusting type thing about her body and stuff Mm -hmm. lately but i think they're really just associating it with their lack of um giving a fuck about her and wanting her to go away right and i think it's just become like people see her and it's just like Ugh. right but i don't think i mean there's plenty of women with that body that i don't find disgusting and i think it's kind of you know fucked up a little bit how people can go in on the way she looks but i do find many of her opinions to be myopic and ignorant and Very i do generic. think she's a annoying person i think mm-hmm. she i don't think 
this is her being authentic i think she's acting out for attention just like most child stars you know once they get to that point where they start growing up people start paying less attention all of a sudden Mm -hmm. they start acting out more and more and trying to get attention in different ways and i think that's what she's going through like i will not get out of the spotlight yeah it's just a cliche right at this point but yeah it is and it's just one of those things where um i guess her popularity has decreased a lot because i think she hosts like the mtv world or something and they had it on like 18 20 different channels and like the viewership went down so it's just one of those things where it's like okay sweetie we 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 know I mean, she's trying to i mean she had music a uh, music career though she sold albums like it wasn't nah, yes she did like it like people just keep like I said, people are annoyed with her so then it's becoming this extra thing of you know kind of like the kardashians where people just like they like people will be transphobic against caitlin jenner but then be like i'm an ally to trans people but but not but not them goddamn kardashians where you're like <laughs> that makes no sense th- right? you kind of lost the thread here like right because i because i guess for me molly is like not on my radar you know so i don't really go looking or hunting for her unless something happens yeah but it's just like i said it's just hypocritical because people are like i'm against body shaving but this bitch you're like you're like <laughs> wow you know, that changed i find myself being like like y'all are gonna put me on the side of like come come on guys lay off of molly when i'm one of those people that doesn't like the shit that she says i think Mm-mm. i think she's giving us plenty of reasons to be like fuck her before you even get to <laughs> her, her whether body. she's got on clothes or not right. honestly you know yeah, but, before her clothes or lack thereof yeah like I, I i just think she's such a she she just she's just always grabbing onto the next trend to try to ride at the popularity she did it with black music she did it with black dick and now she's doing it with this bullshit like i don't you know free the nipple and she, she's always hopping on the next thing but i don't i try not to uh i, I try not to let my annoyance with her uh lust for the spotlight be uh the thing that turns me against her because i'm like I think on the merits of her, what she said, you can easily point out why she's problematic. Yeah. Um, let's see what else happened. Oh, Karen, you were right. Maybe black coffee isn't for psychopaths after all. Apparently that scientific study was wrong. <laughs> it was not thoroughly done. So there we go. Um, I'm not even going to read it. Just you, you called it when you said it. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see what else uh uh caffeinated peanut butter is something that your morning toast does not need so instead of coffee they have peanut butter called steam s-t-e-e-m and it has electrolytes and caffeine and protein you put it on your peanut butter and then you get some caffeine Mm-mm. in your peanut butter with your sandwich Mm-mm. not a fan Mm-mm. I don't need my peanut butter making me jump off the walls. I already got enough sugar in it. <laughs> Give that to your kids. Your kids be fucking hyper all damn day. No, thank you. Put it on your kids. <laughs> right. And they be like, after lunch, your kid is off the chain. We don't know. He eats the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. We can't come him down doing math class. He no, was, thank you. He was shaking and shit. <laughs> right, right. But like, your daughter was just coloring on the walls. We couldn't make her stop. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Let your light peanut butter. No, thank you um all right let's see is there anything else i feel like talking about before we get to that's the thing shit i just drink a soda no uh mo's bows is ceo one of name one of time's most influential teens 
a 13 year old boy from memphis named mosiah bridges is listed as 30 most inf- one of the 30 most influential teens of 2015 he's the youngest ceo um in memphis or one of them he took his first steps towards what would become his internationally recognized company mo's bows he did it under the watchful eye of his grandmother who showed him how to use her scrap fabric to make and sell his own bow ties Mosiah, go ahead grandma mosiah bridges who was only nine then Goddamn. Uh, and he didn't have the no, uh, he didn't have to no, have what? And he didn't have know what his little, oh, I guess that meant he didn't know what, okay. And he didn't know what his little enterprise would grow to become or where it would take him, underscoring the improbability of his entrepreneurial journey. Time magazine this week named 13 year old Bridges one of the 30 most influential teens of 2015. But goddamn, what am I doing my life? Put him aside alongside the likes of Malia Obama bendy Irwin, a conservationist and daughter of the late steve Irwin, and Ahmed mohammed the ninth grader arrested for recently bringing a clock to school that authorities mistook for a bomb uh so good for him man mm-hmm. uh, I, th- I think i've seen him like do an interview and he said he basically had when he first started was two employees his his mama and his grandma <laughs> mm-hmm. and he was sewing and shit like that and asking what he was gonna do he's like i got to go to school yeah this summer <laughs> this summer after serving as a fashion correspondent for the 2015 nba draft Shit. bridges was invited to the first ever white house demo day president barack obama greeted the young fashion mogul personally at the bridges showed off his business and products at the event he even created a special bow tie for obama on the occasion of the president's 54th birthday in august wow that's that's dope man good for mo thank you positivity too. they're very different they're very unique especially if you you're somebody who's tired of you love bow ties you tie like the same old same old you know generic looking bow ties they're beautiful bow ties i went and checked the side out they're beautiful yeah i don't i don't wear bow ties though good for him man uh, a little positivity guys i know mm-hmm. we always talk about the terrible shit that happens in the world excuse me that get a zero but uh, a little positivity today um all right let's go to do some uh ball alert um uh, real quick where's my ball alert music take your time take your time <laughs> take your time yo i'm looking for a five-star beat talk about Gotti he go twelve bars, Gucci big and I call. We don't call him down no more. Oh now we call him five star, five star nigga. That's a five star click. That's a six for that five. That's that new M six. Pay her bills, get her hell fix, might even pay her rent. And the way she give it to me, best money I ever spent. I can't even lie, lie. I come super high, high. Do not need her when I give her unless she is five. Man's a thug, bitch. The man is a scrub. See, she love me now. She love you now. Now all my bitches love me. If you in Atlanta, call up Gucci girl and beat me. You can find a five star hotel. You can meet me. Five star bitch, just a five star bitch, just a five star bitch, just a five star bitch. If your credits go high, feet and nails stay fly. Keep your juice box wet and your head something fire. You a five star, and you a five star, and you a five star, and you a. All right, here are your choices, chat room. 
groupie tales another ricardo lockett tale number two recognizing the men who just want sex blog by at proudly lauren number three groupie tale the game picks up his groupies at the louis vuitton store number four groupie tales my first night with hakeem warwick and number five let's do groupie tales ohio state buckeyes braxton miller tyler devotes karen it's your boy, yo, got it. Great A shit. I'm the realest nigga walking. And this the remake. Set him still out here looking for a five star chick. When I catch her, I'ma bless her with a five star kid. She a natural born hustler. She ain't chasing no suckers. Only mess with real niggas. She ain't never fucked a bustle. So you call the new jury. That shit really don't excite her. All you hating ass hoes in the club won't fight. She was born in the A with the school in DC. Got a job in Dallas, Texas. This you move to the sea. If you ain't a five star shorty, go ahead, face it, fake, Gucci, fake, little shorty, that'll make you basic. It ain't a five star. 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 What we looking like, Karen? Okay. Three. Three. All right. Number three. That would be Groupie Tales. The game picks up his groupies at the Louis Vuitton store. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, everybody knows the thirst pick that he was sending out with dick all in some boxes on twitter everywhere <laughs> apparently i'm straight and i saw that <laughs> well i guess i'm oh i guess i'm gender fluid so you know no surprise it was on my timeline no surprise sir uh but uh you guys might know the game from songs such as hate it or love it here's a throwback group of tell on the game from about four years ago check it out any of you ladies get down with the game is this accurate disclaimer ball alert group of tales are submitted by our readers we cannot confirm 100 accuracy of any story posted i'm at game sunday afternoon on hollywood boulevard coming out of the louis vuitton store him and about four other niggas came out with some shitload of bags so me and my sister was placing our bags in the car when some bald head nigga jogged across the street where we were at trying to holler he was extremely handsome but i didn't find that big ass tattoo of the weed flower on his head cute at all come to find out he really is a weed head <laughs> so anyway <laughs> we're in the parking lot i gave weed head the cold shoulder so he proceeded with talking to my sister outside the car that was posted chopping it up while i was inside the car catching the attitude because i had extreme headache and i was ready to bounce the game pulled over next to me it's this nice ass candy apple red rover and i'm in my 2007 mustang gt so he rolled his window down and said what's the long face for beautiful then bald head ass gonna say some shit like i think she mad that a nigga didn't give her any play i flicked oh. his bald head ass off and continued to look forward so gang gets out of his car and crouch down to my window and i read and i continue to not look his direction he had on some bomb ass cologne which kind of turned me on he was like i'm mad you acting funky girl that what cat bit you in the ass i couldn't help but laugh and ah! look his direction i must say game is fine as hell he's extremely handsome in person and he has some pretty eyes so i'm like ain't shit bite me in the ass so he starts laughing and replies you a feisty chick huh anyways we end up talking then finally exchange numbers by the way this nigga tall as fuck he has a nice physique built 
to me to make a long story short he texted me later on that night and told me to meet him at the four seasons so we up in the suite just talking and vibing for the longest and i asked him what special person was getting that louis and he was like shit it could have been you if you would have came in there a bit earlier he starts getting too comfortable and he sparks a blunt then heads to the bathroom he then comes out with his shirt off and he laid on the bed watching some football game and i'm on the love seat which faces the bed drinking my patron and feeling good watching the game with him he laying on his stomach propped on the pillow looking at me and i'm looking at him with a little smirk so he's like why you looking at a nigga like you trying to fuck i rolled my eyes then continued to sip my drink and he then starts saying some shit like his shoulders is tense enough so i got up and went over to him and got on his back and started to massage his broad shoulders so he we walking and getting to know one another and he keeps <laughs> saying some sly shit that keeps i mean sorry not walking talking we talking getting to know one another and he keeps saying some sly shit that keeps making me laugh he has a really fun personality and he talks a lot of shit anyways he turns over on his back so that he is facing me and i'm now sitting up on his pelvic area he then gonna flick my boob and gonna say damn girl you got some pears and some titties huh i started to laugh then like playfully punch his chest fuck you then he was like nah you good i like him just right yours just right we remained in that position for a while too so now i'm checking out his tattoo and he telling me about each one he's tatted so it, after all this talk he finally says man a nigga 30 years of age today and i'm like oh why didn't you tell me it was your birthday and then he responded like shit you saying that like you was gonna give me something and at that as that and at that i bent down and started kissing him he moved his huge hands down and started palming my ass and i felt his dick get rock as i moved up and down on his john i then sat up and removed my blouse then he lifted himself up and started kissing my cleavage area and the middle of my neck i wrapped my arms around Around his neck and was moaning like he was fucking me and finally i had the strength to pull away so i could take my jeans off ah he then asked me to take his dick out for him so i did just that and you talking about a big mandingo dick i was hopping and praying i think she meant hoping i was hoping and praying i can take some of it because she this might nigga- have been hopping because this nigga was hanging like a horse god says she might have been hopping to I try know. to get herself together not only was it long but thick as well i guess he read the expression on my face when i seen his dick because he he like he was like he'll take it easy on me so we kissing and he laid me on my back and wrapped my legs around his back and he yes we use protection and he slowly guided his dick inside of me without even looking i almost cried but i eventually rocked with his motion and the pleasure started to fulfill he was fucking me so good and steady he was kissing me all over my face and my neck and my breast we fucking in this position for a while then i asked could i ride him my favorite position and he had no hesitation so i got on top of him and the whole time i'm crying out just moaning his name grinding my lips and he's smacking my ass hard as fuck he telling me to speed up and shit i was literally crying out that i loved him and shit not true not true he was just doing shit so well she she don't really love him okay i was biting his oh she loved that dick well she told him i love you but she didn't really mean it okay 
i was biting his chest i just couldn't help myself i had to slow down my pace because i couldn't take the dick anymore he was getting me sprung out on his dick and i didn't even know him like that that long i'm sucking on his bottom lip while he's slowly moving my heels back and forth then he sits up and i just start hugging him as i slowly ride him he's this motherfucker had me crying and some more shit i've never had a man put it down on me like he did and on our like fourth round he hit it off doggy style where he was rough fucking me and i loved each and every inch of it he really had me going when he rotated my hips then he slowed down stroking the fuck out of me i left the next day with about four hickeys on my neck and some on my breast i rate him a 100 he really is an experienced gentle thug lover he also had a smile that would most definitely always oh, most defiantly have you coming out of your panty draws i think she meant that okay and uh the comments uh isaac claw i don't know what that means wow that was a great read get it game i thought you was all talk i guess you showed me lol pretty young thing says i really would let gang get the draws the dresser and a nightstand jason you too fine (laughs) not the whole set formerly known as ginger said i just melted i'm just going to live vicariously through this story mckenna says pretty young thing i hate your ass for that comment i'm crying laughing my ass off whispers i feel the same way though v says okay sound like the d was good and all okay but did you get anything else i mean damn a lot of broke ass dudes got a nice stroke too but the purpose getting baller d is to get some perks am i right sigh she had to debit down it uh just me says i'm with v sounds real good and all but what else did you get nikos rose says cracking the fuck up at v lol the wet ass and memory severance package is what they are handing out laugh my butt off in other in other news the game is adorbs v says lol i might be biased because i'm not a game fan and i know that my own ball of aspirations are so what my own ball of aspirations are so i mean good d is great but leaving an interlude empty handed is not an option boo tony says <laughs> that was a great story dang gang hung like that side note she could have at least got a shopping spree out of it too many dang groupers giving up sex for free a simple bijou uh puts a smiley that has glasses on that's adjusting them like a nerd and says i need peen pics because rumor has it he rolling it with the itty bitty peen committee young bird oh, oh. young bird caught that sideways slander oh, i guess to go with them little shoulders i just picture him listening to the podcast like what why me what what i got doing anything shell israel says good one lucky shorty says okay where is the louis on um, hollywood boulevard there isn't one that's my own fault that's my only fault with this story toya johnson says too bad he messes with girls straight out of high school now lol oh and i hate clone says so that's it you get the wet ass while the young girl get the inst from insta gets to go shopping at least it was good i love me some jc young so that's it five star bitch cause i ain't that other bitch she be struggling for her from the womb my big bitch I ain't gotta talk about the money and the shoot game. All you gotta do is Google Trina, see the proof, man. None of these hoes doing shows in the recession. They pause, get declined, now they're suffering that depression. One spending meals, running all kind of deals. I'm a five-star bitch, eating five-star meals. My whole lifestyle, like coming to America. All my Louis luggage, see my bag, how I carry her. Walking through the airport like I'm in a parade on my holograms. Logging on the E-Trade. Where's 
I just had an epiphany, I need to go to Tiffany. Finley's on my slippers and my cookies always slippery. I don't think I need a bills on time. So I be yelling, fuck them with a dildo sign. Hi, little mama, you a three star. I ain't slipping when I say I'm in my dream car. Uh, the I stutter? Harajuku hyphen Barbie I'm hot I think it's time to put the rice in I was in the chair I was gluing my weaving When you hit the stage They was booing and leaving Young young flag No more auditions Ask little Wayne Who the five star bitches Alright It's time to play some Guess the Race guys now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time that's right it's time for guest race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room to guess the race and the chat room is racist all right bristol oklahoma federal authorities are investigating a 4th of July heist at the police say a man with a gun and a bulletproof vest claimed to be an armored truck driver and conned Bristow Walmart employees of nearly six figures. Goddamn! Police say, news tell News on 6 that the man convinced store employees he was there for the cash pickup of the Loomis armored on Saturday afternoon. The employees said they didn't realize the error until the real Loomis truck came to make the schedule pickup about 30 minutes later. Uh, oh so oh so they knew he was coming but they ended up giving it to the wrong person the man was able to get away with more than seventy five thousand dollars in cash Woo! he was driving a newer model chevrolet model view that was all black including the wheels and the turnpike authority hasn't notified of an effort to track the vehicle federal authorities have moved in on the investigation due to the size of the theft police said they are looking at the possibility that the man is a former loomis or walmart employee because he just knew that schedule too well yeah so guess the race of the unknown mystery man who posed as an armored uh car employee and got away with the money i don't know if they found him yet or not (laughs) right uh not getting any guesses maybe oh i didn't mean to do it twice my bad no i don't know getting a little black hippie chick says white for sure black people get killed for bb guns at walmart white ac says god of egypt i didn't know i couldn't do that white i love casserole any kind white white whiteness has more privileges than american express oh my they trusted him with an armored car white black says sparger going off the board sparger i see you player uh well you know what circle gets the square he was black most of you missed it a black man that can't be smart enough to come up with a good robbery scheme come on y'all racist sons of bitches sparger you got it right 
all right let's do another one um let's see how about um uh how about this one a mom was arrested for throwing hot chocolate on her husband and children oh okay a local mom was arrested tuesday this is a short one karen so you might as well ask now a local mom was arrested tuesday after allegedly throwing hot chocolate on her husband and two kids according to documents natasha johnson 29 was fighting with her estranged husband in a car with two daughters in the back police say the fight escalated johnson threw hot chocolate at him splashing the girls causing them to get second and third degree burns well goddamn police charged her with two counts of child endangerment and domestic violence her bond was set at twenty thousand dollars guess the race of natasha johnson let's check the chat room white as those marshmallows white chocolate no mocha white <laughs> bliggity black natasha johnson <laughs> like every chick was like i know that name that's a black name uh when you don't have hot grits black wouldn't dare throw pumpkin spice latte though that's white oh. got her kids black face for christmas white tasha oh. black black women masters are throw- at throwing hot edible shit black says keith jones man y'all are split on this one she got the sugar black ah black coffee no sugar no cream you know what i mean guys anyway the correct answer is actually white and some of you got it a few of you got it right did she put it on her forehead right maybe did he hear her too i mean what's wrong with her face oh she looked out of it man was she high i don't know but that's the woman that threw it that's somebody mama ah clear she was like fuck i'm gonna get you and the kids oh yeah i'm get this hot chocolate let's see uh here's one see if i can uh doesn't know want to play well it is an older article maybe it takes a while to load yeah i see it moving a round rock man is charged with sexually assaulting a child after police say he posted video evidence on facebook kxa and so present has the latest from round rock 22-year-old Francisco Margrafias posts selfies and pics of his car on Facebook. Police say he posted something criminal one November night when they say a 16-year-old girl came to his home on Nicole Circle in Round Rock. Margrafias offered drugs and alcohol. And took full advantage of her and then unfortunately filmed that with his uh, cell phone and then posted it on Facebook. When the victim's mother tried to get her daughter on the line, there was no answer. She went on Facebook and was shocked by what she saw. Police say the mother found a video posted by Margrafias of her daughter. Unconscious, naked from head to toe, Margrafias touching and taunting her with no response. There may be a pride factor involved. You never can really tell. Uh, but I think there's a, a bragging rights, if you will, to put that stuff out there. Perhaps they want to draw attention to themselves uh, about what they're doing and may even, in some cases, believe in their own mind that what they've done is not illegal or wrong. Later, police say the victim called Margrafias with the police in the room, where he admitted the sexual assault, claiming she wouldn't remember because she was asleep at the time. Margrafias is in jail on a $40,000 bond. Phil Prazen, KXAN News. Well, police tell us they encourage parents to monitor their children's social media activity. 
yeah no need to talk to the guys about that uh so yes uh guess the race uh mr margrafius uh chat room see what we got here oh my god so sad this is horrible to catch a latino white lifetime movies are now telemundo back at sierra <laughs> <laughs> white uh looks like we got a lot of white got one latino all his friends all his friends know the low rider low rider oh. latino the correct answer is white latino the correct answer is taco bell latino <laughs> wow. correct answer is latino all you got most of you got it right <laughs> and some of you got it wrong yeah um the fact that he felt that he should publish that on facebook is a problem in itself i mean that tells you a lot about how he thought about that yeah he didn't look he at didn't it. think that was he didn't think that was gonna really be right and my thing is this way to go to mama because mama was like hey i'm gonna be your friend you don't get a choice if you don't friend mama you don't get on facebook and it's just one of those things where you have to monitor your children within the social media era you just have to, no matter how upset and, and angry they get about you, quote unquote, invading their privacy. It's like, if you got them get missing, I'm going to be the one held accountable and I'm going to be the one to cry on TV with a sign because you got them get missing. Yeah, I just think it's interesting that he would post it on Facebook. It's not like he posted it on some porn site. All right. Uh, he posted it in a place where his picture and face and Name. all the people that knew him would see it. Like, it was a, some type of bragging rights thing some right. type of um you know um it, you know just this weird co- like collaboration of issues all coming together in my opinion and mm-hmm. it's kind of it's kind of interesting right but you don't need classes though right okay. that exactly okay. going back to what i was saying earlier yep uh all right let's go to the bonus round <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, everybody's all over the place, but let's see how they do when everything's on the line. Yeah, I bet the chat room's getting nervous because they've been wrong a lot today. <laughs> uh, Center Hall woman was arrested Tuesday after state police said she attacked her elderly boyfriend with a hacksaw and a model airplane last week bonnie sue bonnie sue traster 46 is charged with two counts of aggravated assault two counts of civil assault and harassment uh she was held uh in in center county prison in lieu of seventy five thousand dollars bail uh pennsylvania state police responded to the emergency room um may 15th regarding an assault on an 82 year old man damn she 46 he 82 According to court documents, the man told police Teresa came to his home and assaulted him. He said he believed the attack was motivated by jealousy. Oh, shit. Teresa allegedly slapped him in the face and ransacked his home. Court documents state she punched him in the eye during the struggle. Then when when he told investigators he ran out of the house and into an attached garage, she followed him in the garage, pinned him to the floor. She reportedly struck him in the head with a metal exhaust clamp, grabbed a hacksaw, and tried to pull down his pants oh she's gonna cut that dick off he eventually was able to escape but he was naked and profusely bleeding from his groin area 
she almost cut his dick off yes he tried he told police he ran to in the hopes that someone would see him but nobody did what the hell was that in the middle of no bum fuck where so then she followed him in his pickup truck and he got it that he got in they went back to his home once they returned she began yelling at him and hit him in the mouth with a wingtip of a model airplane he sustained lacerations needed stitches to his head and finger cuts to his lips a black and blue eye injury to his genitals and minor brain bleed got rain damn. he must have been cheating and then she was like you know i got with an old man because i thought y'all was done with all this fucking around mm-hmm. but now you, with Viagra. you got you out here tearing up the senior citizen home you know what does bessie make out over my 46 year old pussy right she used oxygen tank dog come on guess the race of bonnie sue treester good old country girl girl white put them paws on ronda rousey saturday Oh. Age like a banana white. Lorena Bobbitt's first cousin. White woman trying to be the star of her own country music song. Ha <laughs> ha! That's how it goes. Trailer Park Becky. She white. Wonder Bread white. Picked up truck model airplane. Very white. Uh, only K thoughts be trying to cut off Dingaling's white. Salted cracker. Cowboy boots white. Oh. The picture next to the word white in the dictionary. Let me smell your dick black. The correct answer is white. And a couple, you got it wrong. And of course, we have to wrap this bad boy up with sword ratchetness. dead mm-hmm. a man is to face trial over grizzly sword murder of two of his friends of two friends a 46 year old man is facing trial accused of the savage killing with a sword of two men one a senior uda member in the last appearance at the magistrates before going to crown court albert armstrong of may he close belfast faced charges that he murdered colin Lindsay on july 8th and stanley reitman two days later on july 10th this year both charges relate to the same incident Police found veteran UDA member Colin Bapp Lindsay, 47, and 52-year-old Stanley Reitman in the scene of carnage at Mr. Lindsay's home in Kirkiston Walk in the Belvoir State. Officers forced their way in after a report by a concerned member of the public. Both were lying in the living room with severe injuries. Mr. Lindsay, a father of two, was later pronounced dead at the scene while Mr. Reitman died two days later. There were reports that Mr. Lindsay was almost decapitated while Mr. Reitman died from severe cuts to the arms and neck at Ard's magistrate's court armstrong made no response to the charges other than to acknowledge he understood them his lawyer made no contrary submissions district judge mark hamill adjourned the case to langenside court for trial on november 20th so at least he's gonna face trial let's see what sort of time he gets okay because it's about the time in these things a lot of times these these things go to court and then they get off with a slap on the wrist like a sword isn't a real fucking weapon to, of, to kill people with and it's always this disgusting result result mm-hmm. and um we we need people to you know to, to to be held accountable for their actions we do 
all right man uh we'll talk to you guys next uh i mean tomorrow and uh thank you for listening and um go out be nice to some muslim people okay guys mm-hmm. it's a little getting a little dangerous out there for, to be muslim right now because motherfuckers are tripping hard so yes, they are um and until then uh i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.